You're listening to All About Agriculture with Rory Lewandowski, presented by OSU Extension in Wayne County, Ohio. Well, a very good morning behind the scenes interview time here on Worcester Radio, our good friend from the OSU Extension office. For agriculture here in Wayne County, Rory Lewandowski joining us in studio as he does several times per month. Rory, as always, a very good morning. Thank you for taking the time and joining us here today. Okay, glad to be here, Ron. Thanks. Well, being able to store grain on the farm is a component of livestock production and for the crop farmer, an important part of a grain marketing strategy. In particular, when grain prices are low at harvest time and or when there's a lot of market volatility. So, Rory, as we look at the 2018 corn and soybean harvest, what are some steps growers can take to prepare for grain storage? Yeah, and I think uh, that's a good question because, again, we are at uh, you know some low prices and market volatility has certainly been the, the word here. So uh, grain storage, when you look at that, it's really all about minimizing moisture and, and infest, insect infestation. So I think there are probably three main steps that growers can go through to prepare for successful grain storage of our new crop. Those steps include, uh, first of all, a thorough cleaning of combines, grain carts. Uh, Second, consolidating or marketing any of that 2017 grain crops uh, that still might be in storage to free up some empty space for our 2018 grain. And then third, uh, preparing those actual grain bins, those empty grain bins for the 2018 crop. Rory, as we discuss the steps in more detail, begin by providing more explanation about those first steps that you mentioned. Why is combine cleaning and moving any 2017 grain crop in storage important? Sure. Well, first, uh, even small amounts of any moldy or uh, insect-infested grain left in equipment uh, could contaminate a new bin of grain, so that, that becomes a concern. Uh, so with that in mind, we want to remove all traces of old grain from combines, combine heads, uh, truck beds, grain carts, augers, lift buckets, uh, grain pits, grain dryers, bins, any equipment that was used for harvesting, transporting, and handling grain. And then with regard to that question about the the previous year's crops and storage, uh, the guiding principle here really is that new grain should never, uh, never be stored on top of grain from a previous harvest season. Uh, When that's done, that's really a formula to develop storage problems either from insects, uh, mold, or possibly both. So therefore, the recommendation would be to consolidate or market any 2017 grain crops to make bin space for the 2018 crop. Once we have empty grain bins, Rory, what needs to be done to A, prepare them for storing the 2018 grain crop, and then B, are there recommended procedures, and also are there products that should be used to to prevent mold or insect problems? Sure. Uh, Curtis Young, who is an extension educator in Van Wert County, has some expertise in grain bin storage, and he does have a checklist of sorts that he recommends growers grow through. So uh, I'm going to kind of use that as a guide on this program as well. Uh, So that recommendation starts with uh, removing any grain or grain dust from inside the bins. Uh, Do that by sweeping or vacuuming those empty bins and then brushing down the walls. Make sure you pay close attention to cracks and crevices, uh, ledges over doors, uh, hollow tube ladders and rungs where grain residue could accumulate. Then you want to move on, start cleaning the fans, the aeration ducts, uh, exhaust, and even any area beneath slotted floors. 
Uh, remember that sanitation outside those bins is really just as important as inside the bins. So ideally, uh, you'd want to make sure that there's no vegetation, weeds and shrubs, that type of thing, growing up against the outside of the bin. And that's really because that vegetation can harvest, harbor some of our grain pests when we think of insects uh, and also rodents. Uh, bare ground then would really be kind of our standard. We'd like that covered with gravel or, or cement if, if possible, but certainly, um, you know, if the grass is short mowing and again, we've kept all those weeds down, uh, that's, that can work as well. Make sure that any spilled grain that might be around any of those uh, outside of the bins is removed. Again, that's a great source for insects and mold, so move that away and get that cleaned up as well. Rory Levandusky, our guest in studio today. From the OSU Extension Office, joining us to talk about grain harvest storage preparation. And Rory, I know you mentioned moisture and insects as primary problems with grain storage, but what about other pests? I'm thinking specifically about pests such as mice or you know even birds that might nest inside of a grain bin. Should some kind of physical inspection be made, especially as grain bins, you know, get some age and get older? Right, yeah. Good thoughts there, Ron. So um, that is a recommendation. You want to make that physical inspection. So uh, inspect bins for any signs of deterioration, uh, especially as you mentioned for those bins that are, you know, getting a little bit older. Uh, look for potential for leaks and holes uh, through which insects could get in, but also those birds or rodents as well. Uh, any way that they might gain some easy access to that uh, grain bin or uh, any ways that moisture, uh, either from, you know, rain or, or snow, uh, could drip or blow into that grain and, and produce wet spots. And, of course, that could lead to mold growth and start us uh, with some problems. And so while you're inspecting for those physical problems, uh, make sure, test those aeration fans and dryers, make sure they're, they're working and working well and doing what they need to do. Uh, check your belts and bearings on your gearboxes for wear. Make sure they're properly lubricated and ready to go for the season. Uh, check your electrical systems for corroded connections or any kind of frayed wiring before we get into the harvest. Uh, remember, mice especially, they like to nest inside of electrical boxes. Uh, they'll strip insulation from the wires for their nesting materials. Uh, when they urinate, they'll cause corrosion, so a lot of potential for potential issues there. Be sure to seal any openings through which mice could get in. And again, it doesn't take a very big opening. So again, uh, take a look and spend some time inspecting. And then finally, make sure when we think about safety, make sure that guards and safety shields are in place over belts, chains, and any intakes. Rory, earlier I asked about products that, that might be used. Are there insecticides that can be used to treat bins to help prevent problems with insect pests of stored grain? Or is that something that you can't do? Uh, no, it, it, it is. Uh, again, you have to, there's only certain products. So again, there's products that are labeled for both uh, interior empty bin treatments and then outside those exterior bin treatments. Uh, so empty bin application, uh, again, you want to make sure you're using an appropriate labeled insecticide. Uh, you want to make sure that those bins uh, are getting treated, uh, again, according to label directions. And you want to make sure that you're treating bins, maybe especially that have some maybe difficult to clean areas or in bins that have had a history of insect problems. Now, for those empty bin insecticide treatments that are applied as a liquid, you have to allow a minimum of 24 hours for the spray to dry before you load any grain into bin. And uh, actually, it's, it's preferable if you have the time uh, before harvest to have empty bin treatments applied at least two weeks prior to harvest. 
according to a 2018 insecticide recommendations, uh, University of Kentucky Extension publications uh, for corn and soybeans, our registered empty bin insecticides for soybeans include things like uh, Temple SC Ultra, which is a Cyfluthrin chemical, uh, Diacon DIGR, which is a methylprene, it's an insect growth regulator uh, type of treatment, and then uh, products that contain diatomaceous earth and or silicon dioxide products. Some of those trade names would be uh, Insecto, Protect It, uh, Permagard. Empty bin treatments, uh, surface treatments then for corn include all those former products I mentioned for soybeans, plus uh, Sentinel, which is a delta methrin, another type of pyrethroid, or Pyronil, uh, a pyrethrin. Uh, so those are some products that are labeled. And again, make sure you use the uh, correct products. Rory, how often does something come across your desk that you don't know how to pronounce? Half the <laughs> words, you, uh, it's, it's a, is there any time that you just look at that and say, I'm going to guess, I have no idea? Oh, yeah, there, certainly. I mean, when you get into some of these uh, chemical formulations, uh, yeah, oftentimes. <laughs> Over my head. All right, well, that leaves us with the options for an exterior bin treatment. We've talked about inside, but let's talk outside. How necessary is that treatment? Is it more or less necessary than the inside? And, and if necessary, talk about what that involves. Yeah, typically maybe not quite as, uh, quite as important as an interior bin treatment, but certainly in situations where maybe grain-infesting insects have been observed on the outside of bin walls, uh, or again, you have a bin that's had a history of those types of of problems, an application of a perimeter spray around the base of, and then up approximately maybe 15 feet on that outside of the wall, the bin can be very useful. Now, there are several synthetic pyrethroids, and again, we're going to look at things like the cyfluthrin, the deltamethrin, permethrin, uh, resmethrin, those types of things that are labeled for that purpose. Uh, but make sure, again, and take care that those uh, products, they can't come in contact with the grain. They're labeled for exterior use, so they cannot come in contact with any grain. Rory, as we wrap up our conversation today, any final recommendations or advice that you'd have for people out there regarding grain bin prep? Yeah, I think uh, probably the, the primary one is that insecticide labels for grain storage products do tend to change frequently. So make sure, again, to read and follow label directions. Uh, make sure you're using the appropriate product for your situation. And then from a marketing perspective, make sure that the end user of the stored grain uh, doesn't have any restrictions or insecticide uses on or around the grains they're going to purchase. Uh, they, there may be some prohibitions depending, again, where you're going to market. Uh, for any specialty grains, you always want to check with buyers and make sure what their requirements might be uh, before you use any insecticides and possibly, you know, take yourself out of a market. Okay, Rory. Final question for you. If people need more information, how can they get it? Yeah, they can contact me at the Wayne County Extension Office at 330-264-8722. Once again, Rory Levandusky from the OSU Extension Office here in Wayne County. Our guest in studio talking this morning about grain harvest storage preparation. More on the way. Hope you'll stay tuned here on Worcester Radio. Once again, you've been listening to Behind the Scenes here on Worcester Radio. I'm your host, Ron Hamilton. Our guest in studio, Rory Levandusky. Rory, as always, thanks again for coming in. You're welcome. Glad to be here.